My Amish neighbors are only allowed to play one musical instrument, not the piano, not the accordion, nor the zither, as most would guess, but the harmonica. I don't know the origins of this tradition, but the harmonica is inexpensive and easy to carry. It was invented in Germany. The Amish learned to play by ear, one family member teaching the next, one passing the instrument to the other, one harmonica shared among at least 10 people. Playing anything but the harmonica is considered worldly. It might stir up the emotions of those involved. Often on hot summer Sunday nights when the windows are wide open, I'll hear a buggy clop up the road next to my house, strains of a harmonica spilling over the fields of corn in the sweet by and by. One night I was sitting on the back porch playing my banjo, the bullfrogs in the pond croaking out the beat. Oh, Susanna, a voice suddenly called from the blackness of a buggy on the road. I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. I plunked out the phrase, then stopped. And from inside the buggy came the response on the harmonica. Going to Louisiana, my true love for to see. Another day, my neighbor Malin dropped by to use the phone and saw my banjo on the table. I just love that music, he said. About a month later, a few friends with fiddles and a washtub bass had planned to visit me. After supper, with fiddles and banjos tuned and bows smeared with rosin, my friends and I began to play. Malin and a trail of five children soon slipped through my screen door, sat down on my sofa, and began devouring the chocolate chip cookies I offered on a plate. A five-year-old girl held her cookie in her hand, her attention fixated on my banjo. Her three-year-old brother munched the cookie down to the size of a quarter. Then Emma took out her harmonica, wrapping her hands around the instrument, cheeks puffed, the music billowing out in a steady rhythmic beat. We are going down the valley one by one. When she stopped, we played Napoleon Crossing the Rhine trading tunes back and forth until we found a common song in Red River Valley. Finally, Emma placed the globe of a kerosene lamp to her mouth, her hand cupped around the bass as if a mute on a trumpet. Head up, Emma blasted the harmonica notes into the globe, their sounds magnifying, echoing throughout the room. Her cheeks expanded out, then sucked in her hand, teasing the bars from the globe, slowly now the long, syrupy high notes of work for the night is coming, traveling faster, working harder, filling the house with their resonance, filling our own small valley with harmony until the sun set, the night descended all around us, and our emotions, if once stirred, had settled. Celebrating 62 years in mail-order free harmonicas. 
I am looking at a catalog. With your subscription to Plain Interest, you get some interesting catalogs and freebies that also come in the mail. And today we're looking at the fall Christmas catalog and from Andy H. Weaver. And the coolest thing here is that you can buy various things. Harmonicas about, takes up about half of this catalog and then labels takes up the other half mostly. But you get free harmonicas with a $200 order. You get a blues band harmonica, $300, you get an echo. 400, you get an old standby. And 500, you get an echo Celeste. So if you need any labels, I suggest you get the Andy H. Weaver catalog. And uh, the catalog has some interesting facts. Number one, harmonica facts, did you know? The harmonica was first invented and patented in Germany in 1821 by Christian Buschmann, a 16-year-old boy. He called the harmonica Mundelein. And they, that got changed, too hard to say, I suppose. In 1857, a clockmaker from Trossingen, Germany, started making harmonicas in his house. He saw that that business is, was going well, as he sold under over 600 pieces in the first year. 600 harmonicas that he made by himself with just one worker. That's pretty good. He fully converted the clock business to a harmonica factory and it grew at a staggering rate. His name was Matthias Horner. So there we get the Horner harmonica. Horner is manufacturing more than a few million harmonicas every year and is considered the leader in the harmonica field. Many people have no idea, but the harmonica is the number one best-selling musical instrument, followed by guitars. In the United States alone, more than 40 million harmonicas have been sold this year. And then right across the page from Harmonica Facts, did you know, are harmonica holsters. Well, they come free if you order a Horner remastered German-made harmonica. And these little holsters go on your belt, and then you can carry your harmonica like that. And it's been very interesting in my neighborhood through the years to see what the men wear on their belts. The Amish don't have any belts. Um, and so uh, you don't see anything hanging, dangling down from them. They've got suspenders, but the Mennonites have belts. And for many years, dangling down, they had a little holster and inside they had a Swiss army knife, which they called their tool. And then some of them couldn't afford the whole Swiss army knife, so they just had a pair of pliers. And that. So that went on for years and years. And a guy, I guess, never knows when he's going to need a pair of pliers out fixing a fence or what have you. And then as things got a little more modern, the Mennonite men still had their little holsters dangling from their belts. But they had cell phones in those holsters that they would whip out. I guess a guy never knows when he needs to call another guy who's got a pair of pliers to come and help him. So. Now, 
they have a chance to just have a harmonica dangling down from their belts and they can play a tune while one guy calls for the other guy to bring a pair of pliers. Number two harmonica facts, did you know? Chromatic harmonicas, the bigger brothers with the button on the side, were invented to address the problem with regular diatonic harmonicas because they could only play in specific keys. That's the thing, people think you got a harmonica and you can just do anything, well you can't. You gotta have a different harmonica for every key and you gotta drag them all around. Any chromatic harmonica can play all the notes, so there you go. About 90 years after the invention of the first harmonica, Horner came up with the first chromatic harmonica, the chromatica with 12 holes. Another very popular variation that gained popularity later is the 16-hole chromatic harmonica. When played regularly, harmonicas can actually provide a good aerobic and breathing exercise, and it'll let you gain better control of your respiratory system. Side effects can be increased energies all day long, and a big smile on your face. So, you wanna get your lungs in shape? Get a harmonica, and it'll improve your system. I'm turning the page here, and there's frequently asked questions for the Horner harmonica. The one that's interesting to me is, how do I keep my harmonica clean? And the answer is, it's normally sufficient to tap the harmonica out into the palm of your hand after playing to remove moisture and wipe it off with a soft cloth. The best way to prevent food particles and saliva from getting into your harmonica is to wash your mouth and clean your teeth before playing and to play with an upright posture. There you go, that'll take care of cleaning up your harmonica, you just gotta clean up your mouth. Now, I bet you didn't know that you need to break your harmonica in gently. Horner recommends that you play your new harmonica softly the first few times you use it in order to accustom the reeds to your playing style and also to get to know how the instrument responds. We don't advise trying to play as loudly as possible, as this is likely to shorten the reed life. It'll also shorten your life because your family will kill you. The harmonica generally sounds best when played at moderate volume. Especially in cold weather, we recommend that you warm the harmonica in your hand. Oh, this is such a nice thing to do. And by blowing gently into it to bring the reeds up to body temperature before playing. Tap it out and wipe it clean afterwards. When a young woman in the neighborhood gets married, I get an invitation in different ways. Sometimes it's a written invitation uh, put in my mailbox. Sometimes, and this is really wonderful, the bride stops by with the groom and introduces me, and I get to check them out. And Not that I have a vote in this, but it's so nice to meet them personally if I don't know them. 
And then comes the question of what I should give the bride for a wedding gift. And wedding gifts in Amish families are practical. They're trying to set up their households, and so people give them mixing bowls and wooden spoons and, uh, you know, uh, dishware. And often they're registered, in fact, at the general store. And you, you can know what pattern that they like and so forth. But I like to give a little gift that's more special. So if the Amish bride is a harmonica player, I get them a harmonica and wrap it up and set it on the table with the rest of the gifts. And I always get a very nice thank you note afterwards. time for Ruby's recipes. We have our gross mommy here, Ruby, in our studio, and she's going to give you a holiday recipe. Ruby, what do you have for us today? Well, I have holiday harmonica potatoes. Holiday harmonica potatoes. What exactly is that? It is a delicacy. Great, Ruby, can you give us the full recipe for that? I sure can. First you find a real nice roasting potato. None of those new little potatoes or anything like that. No, you need like a Kennebec. That works really well. Take a nice sharp paring knife and you slice through the potato, not all the way through, just down near the bottom. And you make, oh, it depends on how big that potato is, but you make little thin slices all down along the length of the potato. You're, cross, you're slicing crosswise. And then, you take slices of bacon. Yes, bacon, nice little slices. And you slip the bacon into the potatoes in those little harmonica spaces there. And then you take nice little slices of lard and you alternate the bacon and the lard now, just go bacon, lard, bacon, lard, bacon, lard. Now, some people actually do this with vegetables, but I've never been much of a vegetable person except for potatoes. And you already have a very decent potato there, so I don't see any reason to do anything different. So bacon, lard, bacon, lard, bacon, lard, bacon, lard. And then you wrap up the potato in foil. Don't smash down the bacon if it's sticking out or anything like that. You want it to look nice, you want it to look pretty. And you pop it into the oven 
and just bake your potato. And when you bring it out, there you have a beautiful dish. It looks like a harmonica where you could just play a hymn. And that is holiday harmonica potatoes. All right, Ruby, thank you. You're adding a little bit of holiday cheer to our table. Can't wait to try out that recipe and pop them in the oven. on the horizon shadows as they walk the swallows in the heavens the crickets in the grass reddish clay sand on the edges of the creek the river that flows by where do they fly to so free in the breeze 
as the combs fall from hairlocks in curls at their feet like ribbons in the forest under blue skies and their feet where is an answer And that was Heavenly Harmonicas, or episode number seven of season one. Our first year of Ag Arts from Horse and Buggy Land. And what a year it was. A year of beginnings and a year of endings. A year to muster and bring to the surface all the courage, hope, and stamina that most of us keep buried inside. We take this moment to thank all of you who tuned into our new podcast and sent us encouragement. This season, you said we've made you laugh during this stressful year, and at the same time, you've said that we've brought tears to your eyes. We've enjoyed connecting with you in this socially distanced way through the internet that has allowed the arts to thrive when most other venues have been closed. Please help us continue. We need your support. Ag Arts is a non-profit 501c3, so your donation is tax deductible. Please click the Donate button through our website at www.agarts.org. Ag Arts is A-G-A-R-T-S. We want to thank all the individuals who have supported us so far this year. And we're especially grateful to the Werner Ellathorpe Fund at the Oregon Community Foundation. We give a big shout out to the musicians, artists, and farmers who have worked with us, and to Marco Caccio, our media specialist. Many thanks, too, to Janine Kalsbeck, who has made the videos and gotten the word out to you on Facebook and Instagram about the podcast. We've been recording from our studio in sunny downtown Fremartentown. And though our doors have had to remain locked, our hearts are open to the mission of Ag Arts, to all who are working to imagine and promote a healthy food system. Happy holiday and happy new year. <laughs>